Hello, and welcome to Karen Global's Rockpile podcast. You know, if you've ever struggled with your calling, I encourage you to join Oma and Lewis, that's me, two weathered, unlikely characters, for sure, who walk out their journey in real time from business, family, ups and downs, out into the technology space and outreach. It'll be interesting, and we hope it'll be fun. Well, we'll try. Buckle up. Let the games begin. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Lewis. This is Oma. And this is Karen Global's Rockpile Podcast. Episode 10. And we've made it to 10. Yes, we have. We are 10. Now, we're away. We're ahead of the what is currently being published, but that's okay. That's, that's good. good. That's very good. <laughs> that's good. And so we're going to start today with, with a short prayer. Amen. And then we're going to move forward. Yeah, good. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for blessing this podcast and blessing the listener and giving us your wisdom and your understanding of what you want us to say today. We just dedicate this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, because we always have this kind of planned out conversation, but it always tends to go. A yeah, completely different. Yeah. Well, let me start off. The next part of this is our spotlighted mission yes, organization. Mission organization, which is what? Wycliffe. Bible translators, and most people have heard of them. They've been around for more than 75 oh, yeah, years. a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you understand the multitude of languages around the world, what's better than to have your uh, the Bible translated into your own language? Oh, I wouldn't think anything would be better than that. No, that is excellent. Be. And yeah. so this is what this organization yeah. does. They, they translate uh, the Bible in uh, different dialects around the world, different languages around the world, and their goal is to get the Bible into, into the every, people's hands, into every language. Yes, into and every that's language. That's quite a. Um, that's that's quite a. That's yes, quite that a vision. Quite a vision. And they've been, you know, steadily doing that. And you know, they have to get people, to, indigenous people, in that area that speak that language. And sometimes that's difficult because in yes. certain areas of the world, there's multiple dialects. And yes, and sometimes it's not written. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be true. Yeah. So having a written person. And so anyway, they're at uh, Wycliffe.org. That's W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E dot org. Wycliffe Bible Translators. And, uh, and our scripture today is Isaiah 60, 22. The least of you will become a thousand. The smallest, a mighty nation. I am the Lord. In its time, I will do this swiftly. Wow. And that is true grace. He takes the small, what people consider is insignificant, not important. Yeah, the smallest clan, the runt. Yeah, (laughs) the runt of the litter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then he brings them into a place. I mean, look at King David. King David- the, the smallest, the youngest in his plant. And his, out, shepherd out there yeah. by himself where everybody his else family. is getting looked at. Yeah. And, you know, the family didn't even think about him. What about this son? What about that son? Right. But it's actually, no, is this all you have? The Lord hasn't chosen them. Yeah. And that's the, the Old Testament and, you know, filled with people that God says, mighty man of valor. Like we talk yeah. about Begillion. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> I keep going to him because he's such a stark contrast to what God calls him versus what he believes about himself. And that's the point. The point yes. there is we all tend to do that. We see ourselves one way where God sees the possibilities because yes. he's involved. Yes. Not because we have anything really to bring to the table. He's like, yeah, this is, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. It's like getting called <laughs> on the bench when you're on the last string. You don't play basketball because yeah. you're blind in one eye and they yeah. know you can't hit the yeah. basket. Yes, yes. When you get called by the coach, you're like, yeah, yeah you must be 50 it. points yeah. ahead. <laughs> you know, it makes me think of when um, we we kind of started late, right, in life in the fact of we're going to college late after children have already been born and 
it's just kind of silly, but that is, that was what we did. Well, that's what we agreed to. Yes. We agreed to be there when the be kids there. were smaller. Yeah. No. <laughs> we wanted to take, you know, even though we both worked, we always did opposite shifts in right. order so that we, somebody, you know, one of us, we're always going to be with the kids. That was just a plan we had made. But, oh man, you know, talk about grace. <laughs> God's grace on, on, on the whole situation here. We had moved to go to a different school and we had, um, yeah, that's when I was in law old, school. Yeah, yeah. Law school. And we had an old Chrysler LeBaron and it was eating oil that's like crazy. Version. Yeah. And it was just, it was getting toward the last end of yeah, his it was life. His last leg yeah, anyway. It was, it really was. Well, everybody's taken off in school. Everybody's doing what they need to do, right? The kids are taken off to their school. I make sure everything's done. Lewis leaves. And, and I'm told at the end, make sure you add some oil, top it off, keep topping it off. Yeah. Cause you're driving that car. Yeah, Cause I'm driving that car. Well, yeah. Well, about that. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, you grab the wrong container I and did. you put transmission fluid in the car for where the oil is. And yes. it didn't last much longer after no, that. No, I didn't even make it down the street. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, grace, right. We had, we did have a car. We did have another car. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. It was called the, the Batmobile. The Batmobile. Well, that was the kids, kids called it that. Yeah, yeah. The kids called it that. Cause it really, they were learning how to work on cars with that car. And it was a good car. It this was a good car. I, I drove it once. I, I drove it once to college and, um, when I was coming back and of course this was winter, right? Cause why would the heater go out during the summer? It was a summer? 1969 Cutlass. Cutlass. Yeah. Cutlass. It had a 440 three, engine. 350. No, 440. 440. It was a, I don't know. It, it was, was called the Rockets. Yeah, it was, it was called. cold. It, it was, was a classic. Very ma- cool. Yeah. Fast. <laughs> a lot of power. And I was driving home and it's winter and the heater completely, I mean, you know, it started smoking. The heater coil. The, the heater, heater coil, coil went out. out. Okay. So now it's giving you antifreeze instead of heat. <laughs> yes. Well, smell of antifreeze. So I had to keep driving it while we were searching what? It was- well, you junkyards. Could, well, we're yeah, trying you couldn't to find, find parts. Yeah, for it, we no? couldn't find parts. So we we're searching junkyards, you know, through um, brand new internet stuff. But anyway, and telephone or whatever <laughs> else we could find. Yeah. The story goes is that I'm I'm in this car. It's in the dead of winter in Ohio, very cold, and I wrap myself up with a big old thick. Um, wool blanket, (laughs) like a mummy, right? I put a stocking hat, put my sunglasses on. I have to roll down the the driver's window and I'm sticking my head out because I I start out and all the window is all clear. But as you drive, as soon as I hit the highway, what's it it do? It fogs up. It completely fogs up. In fact, it would ice up. And the windshield wipers only do so much, right? With that sort of thing. And so I've got my head sticking out of the window driving. Down the road. Down the highway. Yes. Not the <laughs> safest thing. Not the smartest thing. I didn't say that I was the smartest tool in the shed, but, but I got I to school. I had to get to school. Yeah. I, uh, I got to school and I would have to get out and kind of jump up and down a little bit <laughs> to get the blanket to fall off. Okay. So there's two camps at school. One camp of people would be like, oh my gosh, here's this lady. And they, they would just laugh and make fun of me. They just thought it was hilarious. Had all kinds of nicknames, which I will not share. <laughs> <laughs> then the other side though, they were, um, they, they just totally ignored the fact that I'm, I'm crazily dressed with my head sticking out of a window. They just looked at the vehicle and it's, oh, it's a classic and it's this and it's that. And they could tell me specs. I had no idea what it was. And they were just super impressed. So yeah, Grace covered that, but yeah. man, did I have to, 
<laughs> reap what I sowed on that one for a while. Yeah, until we got the until piece, we finally got that well, part. Finally warmed up and we got the part. Yeah, we finally found it. Take the whole it. dashboard off to get it in there. Yeah, that we was got fun, fixed, but we did. Yeah, then it we got did. heat. We got heat in it, and then um, Lewis one time with the <laughs> well, the thing about you know, and you talk about you know grace and grace and being humble. You know, in the legal profession, you write briefs and you, and some of them can be quite long. And, you know, it depends on whether it's a pellet brief or just a regular motion or whatever motion. And for those of you in the legal profession, you know what I'm talking about. You read it over and over and over again. Oh, like a hundred times. And pretty soon you get tired of reading it. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize you're, when you read, your brain fills in spots and doesn't catch things. And so what we... Sure. After this, we started reading it backwards. Yes, that way, we did. Literally, we'd start at the bottom of the paper and just read upwards, just looking for misspelled words and words that weren't normal. And, and the crazy <laughs> thing is once you file something, you can't get it back. It's concrete. And it's, it's, you file with a court. It's been filed. You go back, you walk back, you sit down at your desk and you read it. They go, wow, what a great piece of work. And then you realize there's this misspelled word. And, you know, some people just, you know, the spell checker back in the day just didn't pick up the distinct between distinction between specific types of Yeah. It wasn't words. grammarly. No, no, it wasn't no. grammarly like they have now. No. And no. and then, you know, you read it and your face turns red because, you know, it's it's of great public concern, but that's not the word it that it, was in that there. That was not the and word. It wasn't like <laughs> oh my 20 minutes or an hour or two later, I get a phone call from opposing counsel yes. laughing, laughing hysterically on the phone. And oh then goodness. you face the judge and it's, and it's, it's filed. It, yeah. it, it, even your client gets yeah. a copy. Everybody gets so to my see clients everybody laughing, Everybody's yeah. laughing at it. And you're thinking, everybody oh, gets a chance to poke at you. Yeah. Oh, they do. So, you know, you, but that's where you grace. Know, grace comes in because in those days, yeah. people understood, you know, it's the limitations of you just trying real hard to, to do the right thing. And, yeah. and it's, it it's just funny. All, and it's it funny. happened to everybody oh, at happens, one point or time. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. I mean, how often have you been reading something and you go, what? That, wait, that's, that's gotta be that's a typo. wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's a typo. And it's well, and so you laugh and you say, oh, yeah. man, they didn't mean that. You know, contrary to kind of like today, sometimes, you know, there, you, you know, people would laugh because they knew that it was just an inadvertent. It wasn't something you were intentionally doing, obviously, because the context of which it was in. And, but we we lose that context now because everybody's on the internet and they say stuff and there's, there's no nonverbals to go with it. There's no body yeah. language. Sometimes there's it's no, really harsh. No inflection yeah. of the length of the words. And sometimes the, uh, the, the blowback for lack of better, that's what, yeah, the blowback for it is pretty harsh. There's yes. no grace. It's yeah. just, they automatically start attacking. And that's, and that's a sad state of affairs when people don't uh, give you the, the benefit of the doubt. They've already assumed something. And, yes. You know, and it's usually the worst. This is yeah. where, you know, uh, Christ followers, you know, you're, we're seasoned things with grace. You know, you say, you think about something that's occurred. You say, you know, I've pretty much done a lot worse than that. Maybe I should just put that under cut, grace. Yeah. Cut, uh, cut some people cut some, some slack, slack, you know, yeah. because it, it's the, the piece would you realize that. Um, None of us are perfect. No. And, and you realize what God has done. In you. us, and, yeah. yeah, through his son Jesus, you know, you think he's totally unperfect. It's, it's time to, it's time <laughs> to, ex- yeah, yeah, <laughs> right there, <laughs> yeah. It's time to get get some Goodness. put some grace out there, and you know, and as it relates to Karen Global, what we're doing, you know, it's really if you think about recognizing your status before God in the sense of God's using a vessel, yes, whatever vessel that is, which makes us. Humility. Well, one would think you'd yeah, be realizing think, yeah. that God has chosen you to do something 
whatever that is, you, yeah. me, us, whatever, and the, and everybody listening, God's called you to do something. Mm-hmm. Whatever we that are, is. we each have a purpose. Yeah, and so recognizing that God could use anybody He wants, even a small child, even a small child. And you know, if you, thank you, Deborah. The the thing that we kind of brings us together is you go to John chapter six, verses one through fifteen. And a child brings a sack lunch mm-hmm. to a meeting. And disciples didn't bring the sack lunch. They no. found the child with his, his, his own sack lunch uh-huh. and said, this is what we have, loaves and fishes. Everybody was hungry. Everybody was hungry. And Jesus did the miraculous. And he turned that into a bunch of food. Yeah. A bunch Everybody of ate. And they had leftover. And leftover. And I love that. The yeah. fact that the abundance. So- you think of grace and you think of this child, isn't God asking us, you, the same thing? That's right. You got a, you got a bag, you got a lunch sack. He wants to use it. Your life is like a lunch sack. Mm-hmm. He wants to use that lunch sack. And generally, and most often, we tend to try to hold on to that. Yes. Don't we? Yeah. But we have to open our hands. Let it and go. we have to let it go and we have to help. Right. And Be so, willing. yeah, and God can take that lunch sack and do more than we could ever imagine that he yeah. could do with that lunch sack. Just exactly. like that child, he watched Jesus turn that into the feed all of everyone Everybody. and extra. Mm-hmm. So if we allow God to use us, what is his limitation? He has only none. us. We, yeah, <laughs> only if we do. Yes. Our limitations are what we think. Of we think, yeah. Right. But it's not what. Sometimes our brain can get in the way. Yeah. We have to let faith. Yeah, go. we just need to watch him multiply mm-hmm. whatever it is that, yes. that we're, we're giving to him. Keep moving forward. Because it's, you know, yeah. And once we see that happen, doesn't that strengthen our faith? Absolutely. So, you know, he wants to do that in each one of our lives, yours, mine. And he wants, we believe he wants to do that in the cairn. He wants to, to use the Karen, Karen Global is our sack lunch. Yes. Essentially. And the, the grace that he's given us is taking two weathered, unlikely characters. Yeah. And he's like the child taking our sack lunch and saying, now I'm going to do something with it. Yes. And for us, that's the whole basis for this podcast is to watch what God does with our sack lunch. Yes. Well, I should say with our small talent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's going to multiply and he's going to build according to his will. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And whatever this turns out to be, be we'll we'll all see it together. Yes. Not just us, but people listening. That's the, that's the point of this. Yes. To get, to watch what he does, because if he'll do it here. He can do it in your life. Oh, he will do it. He's just got to say, well, if he'll do it for those two people. My goodness, right, yeah. look at all the skills I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So he just remember that whatever you provide, he will use in the fashion that he chooses, and it will be more, it will be abundant how he transforms it, transform it. Not only will he bless others, he will bless you as well abundantly. Give it to him. Amen. Trust him. That's right. We're all under grace. It's not about who you are. It's about being a willing vessel. Yes. And it's about giving you your lunch mm-hmm. and letting him do what he wants with it. And watch what happens when he gets a hold of it. Amen. 
Until next time. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and spotlighted organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings.